Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Atomic Shot. I am your host Ben, aka the Marvelous Ziggy, and joining me is Chief Godzilla. Let me do that again. Shit. Three, two, one. And joining me today is Chief Godzillaologist Tyler. Tyler, welcome back, my buddy. You know, Ben, with creation, before creation comes destruction, as foretold by Lord Beerus himself. How long are you waiting for that one? I came up with it yesterday. Nice. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have finally arrived of the final film of the Heisei era, the second era of Godzilla. This is uh, Godzilla vs. Destroya, because you have to pronounce it right. Destroya. You can't just say Destroya, because that just sounds lame. uh, You don't want to say his English name, which which is just Destroyer. So it's Destroya. You You gotta accent it a lot. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta Japanese it a lot. So, this movie, uh, I equate this movie to, this is, I'm gonna say it right now, because it's prevalent to what we're gonna talk about, like, this is a, this is basically Superman versus Doomsday, right here, in Godzilla form. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, it's pretty much, yeah, and then by, when, and that means multiple things, we'll get into that later. But let's go ahead and run down the cast, uh, the, the, the numbers real quick. Uh, Godzilla vs. Destroya. This was directed by Taoko Okawara, produced by Shogo Tomiyama, written by Kazuki Omori, starring Takuro Tatsumi, Yoko, uh, Yoko Ishono, Yasufumi Hayashi, Sayaka Osawa, Megumi Odaka, Masahiro Takashima, Momokochi, Momoko Kochi, uh, Akira Nako, um, Shigeru Kamiyama, and Saburo Shinoda. So, yeah, there we go right there. Um, that And, of course, this had, this was released in... With the music, of course, by Akira Fukube. This was released on December 9th, 1995, at the runtime of 102 minutes. Uh, with a box office of 3.5 billion yen. Uh, there we go. So, this movie, this is the final film of the Heisei era, and I, I feel like we should we should talk about that because unlike the the Showa era, which there was a point where you and I, I think we can agree that like, yeah, uh, let's this is this is getting kind of let's can we move on? And it got good again, but it took a while for that. There was some there was some shrudge in there. Yeah, there were a few diamonds in the rough though. No, for sure. Uh, but here, luckily, we've only really had that kind of lower point with, uh, I would say, Space Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla is not as great as compared to the other Showa era movies, uh, Showa, Heisei era movies. But I think overall, this contingent of films is stronger. And I think this is like, this is a good finale. Like, it actually feels like a, fi- it actually is a finale to Godzilla. Yeah, unlike Terra Mecha Godzilla, where it just kind of ended prematurely. This one yeah. actually feels like an actual end to Godzilla, the series, and not just the Heisei era. Just, just in general, and, like Godzilla's uh, going away. Uh, at the time, you, it, it seemed permanent. Um, uh, so, uh, what is the story of Godzilla vs. Destroya? So, basically, um, there's there's several plots going on, so it's a little more complicated. But you basically have an incident happen on Birth Island, which I guess is where Godzilla and Junior were staying, uh, that caused like some kind of um, tectonic 
plates, like there was an eruption there, and it caught, and it fucked with Godzilla, and the first time we see him, he's very different, he is burning uh, parts of his, he looks bigger, he looks swollen, um, which is not good, uh, but he's pretty much like, looks like he's like on fire, um, and through the course of the movie, we learned that Godzilla, like, he's basically like a walking nuclear reactor, and he's melting down. Um, and there's several doomsday scenarios in this movie in which Godzilla is either going to explode and it's going to go into the atmosphere and it's going to basically blanket the earth and we're going to freeze to death or Godzilla is going to basically implode on himself and then basically dive down, make a hole into the earth and open a hole into the crater and it would have been very, very bad. Um, so you have that threat going on. Meanwhile, you have a scientist by the name of Dr. Kensuka Eugene. Uh, he is basically toiling with the oxygen destroyer stuff, if I'm correct on that, right? Um, yeah, he's basically doing a prototype of uh, the same technology that Sarazawa used for the oxygen destroyer. Yes, which I'll get to that point because I want to keep that kind of separate from the plot. Um, and so basically, and throughout his experiments, they're kind of seeing if there's any kind of life form or being created in the, in this experiments that are running. And he looked at one of his, uh, glass, uh, his, uh, science tubes and something came out and out of that thing are these little microorganisms that are basically, I would care, they're, they're oxygen destroyers given sentient form basically, right? Um, yeah, it's basically uh, trilobites that were mutated by the oxygen destroyer that killed Godzilla in 54. So yeah, Godzilla is... Uh, the, the, the only thing that successfully murdered a Godzilla is now given monster form. Well, yeah, so... Um, and, bas- and So yeah, basically it's a race to not only stop Godzilla from melting down, uh, but also to stop Destroya from wrecking everything. Um, so yeah, like on paper that doesn't seem like a complicated plot... But, like, this movie is really compelling in multiple ways. Oh, yeah. So, like, you already have, you know... Well, I want to... Let's talk about, like, the, the the big elephant in the room, or the Godzilla in the room, rather. In that, like, this is, like, the first movie to, like, directly reference... Not, okay, not directly, but, like, this goes hand-in-hand hand with 54, with Gojira. It's... It, I think it's so cool. Oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting uh, that sort of tie-in at all, you know, with yeah. all the other uh, movies having their own sort of continuity. Exactly. So, um, basically, we ha- we, 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 it references 254 because it's the Oxygen Destroyer. In fact, the opening credits show the Oxygen Destroyer, which is like, it tells you right up front. But we get, um, as I mentioned in the in the cast reading, Momoko Kochi, who played Emiko Yamane, who was uh, Dr. Yamane's, I believe, sister? Um, in the original uh, movie? daughter, daughter. Okay, daughter. Sorry, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Um, it's been a while. Uh, and um, you know, obviously, uh, and and so, she, and then we meet her. Her, I'm guess it's her kids or her her nieces and her niece and nephew because she because that's her. That would be Doctor Yamane's kids because of the young man he adopted after Godzilla. Um, but uh, we're introduced to Yukari Yamane, who's a reporter. And we're introduced to uh, Kenichi Yamane, who's basic. Like it looked like he was into, like kind of a kind of a nerd who like just kind of flunked out of school and didn't know what he was doing with his life. And he just was interested in Godzilla because his uh, father had an interest in Godzilla. Um, and so they're kind of the two uh, driving plot of the story, at least, and like where some of the hard stuff is. And of course, you have Miki Sagusa come back as Megumi Daka, who delivers her best performance. 
in this in in this um yeah but like yeah i th- i think going back like i think it's really cool that like if you're going to have this be the final movie at least at the time perceived to be the final movie of godzilla of all not just the like we said earlier not just the heisei era but of all time why not get back at least some of like at least somebody from the original cast to come back and reprise their roles you know yeah, that was pretty rad when uh, I discovered that uh, she was back in this one. Yeah, and you would never like unless you like pay attention or like watch the movie, you would never know. But it's it's such a like nice Easter egg, you know. Um, and of course, we get like they even use a scene from uh, Doctor Sarazawa talking about the dangers of the oxygen destroyer, um, of, like if it ever got used into a weapon, um, which is very prevalent to it. And and like it all fits in the nature of the theme. Even I think it's uh, Yukari who says at the end of the movie, like, you know, Godzilla who, when he before he before something happens, he's like, isn't this just our fault? You know, the the abuse of nuclear weapons and science isn't isn't just this our doing? Which I thought that was very prevalent because this is all humanity's fault right here. The the creation of the oxygen, the creation of Destroya, the creation the original creation of Godzilla, the further evolution of Godzilla. Like it's all our fault at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so I, I gotta say, Tyler, um, th- this cast, I think was really good. They, they, I don't think they're the most amazing cast ever, but I feel like for this, for this kind of movie, they, I think they all hit it out of the park. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say, uh, even compared to some of the last couple movies that we've had, um, uh, I'd say this cast does their job really well. Absolutely. And, and the heart and soul of this series has always, has kind of been, uh, Miki Sagusa, um, played by, like I said, Megumi Odaka. And like, uh, she's basically us in this movie, um, uh, where she's the, she's the audience in that. Um, so spoil, not spoiler, but basically the whole, as Godzilla's building down, so inevitably he dies. The, like Godzilla does die in this movie. That that's the thing that happens. And and like ordinarily, like I think what ultimately gives credence to those moments, uh, the fi- the finality of it is Mickey's performance in it, because like her, basically just her reacting to what happens to Junior, which we won't spoil, but we'll get into that in a moment. But what happens to Junior? What happens to Godzilla? Seeing like everything, like you feel like the weight of the world's on her shoulders, and she just doesn't know what to do in this situation. I found that very realistic. Yeah. Um. So like, and and just the constant like chess game that they that the humans have to play, where uh, Kinichi is is like basically put, he's reluctantly put in a position of, you make the move of what do we do with Godzilla, um, and he's constantly trying to like constantly trying to um, make the right right make the right decision, and like he has like it, I think I think it's a nice counterbalance to Yukari, who is basically like more like. Not as methodical as he is, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it, it was, it was surprisingly good. But like this movie, like I even despite like the strong performances, this like unlike other movies where like you know we we the the, the actors are kind having kind of like the Heisei era kind of did a better job of pushing the for the most part the main actors as sort of the focus versus the monsters. I feel like the monsters here were the stars. And they were the the audio the, like the like it was just like an extra thing, but you were here because Godzilla was melting down, not because of what the humans were feeling at this time. 
Yeah, Godzilla, for all intents and purposes, is the main threat of this movie. And uh, it's not to downplay uh, Destroya either. I almost said it wrong. No, no. We'll talk about him in a moment. Um, but yeah. Like, it, it, like this, like what I love about this movie. Well, number one, there's a huge aliens homage scene in in this movie, which is is so well. Destroya itself, without getting too much into him, like his introductionary scene, and like there's an aspect of a design that is very much alien esque or xenomorph esque. And if you know, if you if you've seen any kind of alien movie, you know what I'm talking about, and it's kind of creepy. It's it's never not creepy. I'm um, surprised Ridley Scott didn't sue anybody over this movie. Yeah, you you would think. Then again, he hasn't seen Nintendo for Metroid references and stuff like that, so who knows? True. Um, maybe he just doesn't know about it. Like Mike Tyson didn't know about Punch Out, you know, for the or or Balrog for then for for uh, he knew about Punch Out, but he didn't know about Balrog. Um, but like I how I like how this movie like runs the gamut of being like it's almost a horror movie. It's the closest like at least at this time, like a Godzilla movie can be a horror movie because it's Destroya. Like when you first meet it. To its final appearance, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty brutal how uh, Destroya is first introduced in this movie. Yeah, and not even just from his brutality, but just from a sense of its design. Um, but I, I think, I think overall, before we move on to like the monsters and stuff, I think the story, while not like amazing, I think the story they wanted to tell was was really good for a, fina- for a finale. They, it really had, like, this is the end of all things kind of feeling, you know? Like, there's no more yeah, I feel like this. I feel like this is the kind of story they wanted to tell, uh, but they had to turn out Godzilla versus Space Godzilla instead. Right, right. It almost seems, it almost seems like Space Godzilla was filler. Like, like it didn't matter. Um... Uh, which which is a shame because Space Godzilla in itself is such a cool concept on paper. But what are you gonna do? Um, so yeah, I think I think it's definitely better improvement over the past two stories where the human characters were kind of just uh, whatever. But you know the the performances at the end, namely with with Mickey Zagusa, were the like the standouts to me. In all honesty. Um, oh yeah. So let's move on to the monsters. So let's save Destroya for last because we do have technically yes. have another monster to talk about. Uh, so a lot of this movie, what happened? A lot of this movie is a mystery of what happened to Junior because obviously the last time we saw him, he was a wee lad, you know, and he was a baby, and he kind of like we know what happens to Godzilla after uh, Birth Island is destroyed. Uh, but we don't know what happened to Junior. Like, Mickey is constantly taking a helicopter out to sea, which must have been hell of expensive and, like, on the Japanese tax dollars is all I could think about, um, to yeah. find to find Junior. And she doesn't find him until a Godzilla is reported, out. I think, outside of uh, one of the seas. And it it's like, wait, is that Godzilla? But he's not burning. And now we, we learn that Godzilla, that Junior... But from being a kid to a, te- I guess a teenager is the closest equivalent I can think of. He became so handsome in such a short time. Yeah, so he he pretty much looks more like Godzilla. His fins are not like as out there; like they're barely growing out. And he's when you first see him, he looks big. But then when you do the size comparison to first Destroya, and then of course Godzilla himself, he's like, oh my god, he's still such a baby. Um and, and I like like God, pour one out to. Well, I don't want to talk about too much until we get to the fights, but pour one out for Junior in this one, like seriously. Um, yeah, right. Um, so, but I, like, how how do you feel about this sort of like 
that it just like do you think they kind of cheaped out by him going from an infant to just right like evolving him super quick well i mean uh, i'm pretty sure this is the same way that uh godzilla became godzilla anyway so i want to see how the exact same kind of uh nuclear mutation would turn junior into a godzilla as well like you can't really rule out the possibility so i think it works it works okay i was just talking about more so of like just a rushing demo but then again i don't think i want to see baby godzilla in destroyer's hands it was already hard enough to watch what destroyer does to him um yeah yeah so but like but i liked his roar like he he sounded like i think like because of what happens to him they made him sound like he's just constantly in fear which like you know it's godzilla that's not necessarily a good thing but like he's still a scared kid like i like he doesn't know what he's doing um he's like he literally just got his godzilla powers he's not as cool as his dad no not nearly um but I, I think in terms of like storytelling, it it was effective, and like there's there's a moment where like he saves Mickey and uh, and the other woman who's with him. I think that I can't remember her name. But I think it's one of like her um her uh, apprentices in the psychic academy or something like that. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but like like he saves him, like he's like he because he has that connection. Part of me wishes, especially what happens to Junior in this movie, that they brought back the scientist from. Mechagodzilla because she's the one who has like the most like a connectable bond between the two but then I'm like you know what I'm already crying I don't I don't need to cry anymore I, why am I doing yeah. this to myself so um but I think I think we're both I think you and I both agree that that the design for uh for Junior is a pretty good like re-up yeah so let's talk about Destroyer which is what we're here for uh oh yeah, so this creature, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I told this, I was talking to Thomas before um, yesterday when we were recording our wrestling. He's not, he, he watched, listens to the show, but he's not gonna watch the movies. Um, but like, I told him like, well, Destroya in one word, in one sentence is, what if Satan had a Japanese monster form that would be Destroya? Yeah, that's that sounds pretty accurate, actually. So, but luckily, we don't just have one form of Destroyer to talk about. We have multiple forms of Destroyer to talk about. I think at least three. Uh, four, if you want to get technical about like the mini versions of himself. But um, let's talk about his introductory scene, which is at the aquarium, uh, which I think is so fucking chilling. Um, how did you feel about that whole section? Oh, yeah, that was definitely a menacing scene to introduce Destroyer, even though... We weren't fully aware that it was actually going to be him. Like, I just kind of assumed that it was uh, the Auction Destroyer prototype uh, just uh, going awry and leaking into the aquarium. But, yeah, it's definitely a chilling scene with all the all the fish getting fucking disintegrated. Yeah, you ever see, like, you basically, so, uh, there's, it's basically cuts to, like, you, the, the, the Dr., um, uh, Inujin sees the, the, the tube, like I said earlier, missing, like it's cut open, so life clearly sprung from this, uh, this thing, which would ultimately become Destroya. And you cut to the aquarium, and the security guard, by the way, aquariums are badass. I love aquariums, they're so cool. Um, but they're also terrifying, because what if it breaks? And you're under the bridge, and then all the sharks are free. Um, uh, but, um, and he's just watching the fish, and all of a sudden you see these fish just get eaten alive. Like, ripped to the bone, but you don't see what's going on. What the fuck is that? 
And uh, it, it isn't until um, they show, like, I guess, security footage uh, the, the following day. And, like, you can see, like, a little red streak just go... All, like, zipping around it. And just... Then you see, like, a whole bunch of dead fish in the aquarium. It's it's truly terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but the first time we actually get to physically see Destroya, uh, in terms of it's, like, a full realist form, is that he is in this weird quadruped form. Or, rather, there's multiple of these fuckers! Yeah, a whole bunch of giant enemy crabs. Oh my god, I knew I knew you were gonna do that. I knew you were gonna let it happen. Um, it's fine. Uh, so yeah, destroy the second form is basically a crab-like monster for I think it's four claws for that it walks on. Um, very elongated neck, kind of has like a, I guess the equivalent of like a triceratops thing for its like its head for plating and a very very phallic mouth. Like very very phallic, and like I was like I was alluding to earlier, like an alien, it becomes an aliens movie in that they send in I guess the the either G force or the Japanese Special Defense Force I can't remember at this time um, into the aquarium and they're basically it's bug hunt it's aliens they're basically and they they even have motion trackers <laughs> like it's it's totally like they like they they probably like hey. We should do an aliens homage here. Let's do it, and they just did. Like they even how they held some of the guns while they weren't like whatever. I can't remember what they're exactly called in aliens, but like it was pretty much the same idea. Like this, I love that the whole sequence was like a horror movie in a Godzilla movie, but like also an aliens homage. One of the greatest movies ever made. Oh, totally. So you think there's even a great scene. Where Destroya is, uh, the reporters are, are, are like right outside the aquarium, and one of them bursts out near the reporters. And you know, first thing I'm gonna do, and like I felt so bad. I kind of wish, like, maybe, like, what if they didn't tell the like the actors on set and they just let the monster out, and that's all genuine reaction. Like, oh shit, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I'd, I'd oh. be freaked out too if I saw yeah. a giant demon trip just uh, come out. Yeah, and, like, you kind of get a taste of what Destroya can do, um, because uh, it goes after Yukari specifically, and, um, like, it, it's just vicious. It does have the little mouth thing that the Xenomorph has, and it's very disgusting, um, and uh, but, it's, but it's still so terrifying. And, basically, it can pump, Destroya can pump out. Like, so the consensus, so in oxygen, like micro oxygen out and micro oxygen apparently can just cut through anything. Like it's just an unstoppable force. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, which makes destroy it like, like it's pretty interesting foe. So after we see that they all form up and now we get a destroyer that can fucking fly. And that's terrifying. Yeah. A bunch of mini destroyers turn into a big destroyer that can just fucking fly. Yeah, and it's it's literally a bat out of hell. Like I I don't know how else to describe it, but it's a bat out of hell. Yeah, um, but it doesn't really have a lot of capabilities, uh, honestly. But visually, it looks cool. Like it, it it's still like it feels like a it's along the same line. It's just and it can and the crazy thing about Destroya is that it can just rem- like take it apart, take a, take itself up, de-evolve and evolve whenever it wants. There's like no r- rhyme or reason to it. It just can. Um, yeah, it's pretty much the antithesis to uh, anything that uh, we assume is logic. 
Pretty much, and so let's talk about the final, the final form, which I think is the piece de resistance. And I call Biolante Toho's greatest creation. I think, I think, I think Destroyer might be right up there. At least its final form might be up there. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you on that one. So Destroyer in its final form, number one is huge, like. There's a uh, in a we'll, and we'll talk about the fight sequence in just a moment, but there's a moment where Godzilla and Destroyer like finally meet, uh, in, in in like there's a great like Godzilla looks huge already, right? But when they show a side, they have a moment where they're side by side, and you can see Godzilla and Destroyer like line up against each other. Destroyer dwarfs over Godzilla. It's terrifying. Yeah, he's he's a big chunky boy. Yeah, I actually have. I'm going to show Tyler. Um, I, sh- I forgot I had this. I have Destroya right here. Tyler's looking looks, at it. That looks way better than the one I have. Yeah. Uh, well, not yet at that, but... So, I wish to... So, basically, Destroya has... His, he, has bit, he has four wings. His wings look like vampire, like devil wings. Like, everything about this monster looks like he's from hell. Like, he's just a creature... From the abyss, and he kind of is because he's a crustacean. But God, he looks—he looks—he looks like evil incarnate, is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. He has a long tail with pincers on the back, thick ass, meany thighs, um, like protrusions everywhere, spikes everywhere. He has a weird stomach thing, which never gets done. Apparently, that was supposed to be a, a movie had in the in the uh, in the um, in the movie, but they never got around to shot it. Um, he has a big protruding horn, like devil horn. Like he just, he just looks evil. Like I'm looking at him right now. Like he just looks evil. He's just like maniacally laughing at me. Ugh. Yeah, it's a really fitting uh, final boss design. I'll say that much. Yeah. Um. So so so. Do you have anything else to say about Destroya? Uh, not particularly. Um, I will say though that. Um... Out of all the new monsters introduced in the Heisei era, I think Destroy is probably one of the best designed ones. Like, I'm pretty sure it doesn't uh, beat out uh, Biolante, but it comes pretty damn close. No, yeah, I I think it does because I think I think you're right. I don't think it does, but I think like from a puppeteering standpoint, when like it's in its bipedal form to when it's its flying form, like it all looks cool. Like they made three individual monsters look all amazing. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, and and not to mention, we we kind of talked about this last week with Space Godzilla, where Space Godzilla kind of had like intent, like you could tell, like this was a monster who knew what he was doing and he was evil. I think Destroy is the same way. Yeah, like this this is this is an evil monster, um, which I think is the perfect segue to the fights, because uh, there's technically only about two of them, and they're not long. But I think they're both impactful in in different ways. Um, so let's talk about the first one, which is basically Junior reluctantly fighting against Destroya's. Uh, is it his final form, or it's no? It's like one of his. It's like the metal middle form, I think. Yeah, it's like uh, the bigger version of uh, the uh, the man sized ones. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. So um, they basically the uh, G Force wants to lure Godzilla to Destroya. There's even a, there's a fucking line in this movie that is equivalent to "Let them fight." Like literally, um, 
which I found so funny. I made that distinction. I made the tweet out yesterday at the time of this recording the day before, like, just let them fight. Um, where uh, Kinichi basically says, well, what if we get... Well, we have... Like, he basically sees Destroyer. He's like, well, that's the Oxygen Destroyer, right? That's the only thing that can kill Godzilla. Let's get them together. I'm like, you... And they all call him out on it. Like, you're fucking nuts. You're fucking nuts, man. Are you kidding me? It's such a dumb idea. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. So, how are we going to get Godzilla to to meet Destroyer? They're both on completely different paths. They don't know... Destroyer doesn't know what Godzilla's at. Vice versa. Um, And so, they use... God, it's so fucked up. Like, this is arguably the most fucked up part of the movie. They reluctantly, um, they try, they coerce Mickey, God bless her, to, once they find Baby, to basically, because uh, they find out that Godzilla is trailing Junior. Junior is going home north. Like, he's like, um, I'm different, I need to lie down, I'm done. Okay? My voice sounds weird, my testicles drop, I don't like this. Uh, <laughs> I don't like this dad. Where are you? He's looking for his dad, and he's like, you figure, well, dad's got to be home. So Godzilla is trailing Junior. So they, Mickey and along with her other scientist uh, friend or uh, psychic friend, they basically say uh, they use Mickey. God, and they force Mickey to do it, even though she says she's like the look, the look on her face when um, Kenichi tells her we need to use Junior as bait. Basically, like she just looked horrified. Like, she looked absolutely horrified at that moment. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, they lure... They use it to... Uh, they use Mickey and their psychic powers to lure uh, uh, Junior... I keep calling him Baby, but he's Junior. They call him Junior in this movie because he's not taking another baby anymore. To Tokyo. And, oh, my God. You want to... Tyler, have you ever cried in a Godzilla fight before this movie? Um... Uh, tears of laughter does that count no I, I mean i don't think so but so <sighs> junior is reluctantly there because i guess he thinks his dad's gonna be there because that's what mickey like kind of programmed to do and he uh, i guess destroy just senses that godzilla that it's there so of course it's going to attack and my god it's a it's a slaughter like it's 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 pretty much a a, a beat down in the worst possible way well, I mean, Junior gets in a few good shots on Destroya, in all honesty. No, true. Um, but, like, it almost feels like Destroya just toys with him. Like, like, um, it's, it, like there's a there's a great moment. My, I think my the scariest moment is when uh, Junior is behind this tall building. And Destroya is behind it. And Destroya knows Junior's there. So he just breaks the building down. And then the whole building comes down on Junior. And it's just like, oh. And like it cuts away to Mickey. And she's just shocked. So the audience is going to go, <gasps> you know. It's just like, it's just like, to leave him alone. He doesn't, like, it's just like, get off of him, you know. Um. So, but like, then it gets even worse. Where the where Destroyer basically lunges onto, um... Onto Junior and starts basically pumping him with micro oxygen, effectively killing him slowly. Yeah, like it's it's like I I I and I equiv I equivalent this movie to Superman Do- versus Doomsday because like you know like we've kind of we've seen Godzilla bloodied and stuff like that, but like this this felt like a way like especially because of what's happening to his son, like it felt it felt super intense 
especially like when you're watching in the heat of the moment. Like it just feels so wrong. Yeah, right. Um so but luckily, uh, I can't even remember exactly, but uh Junior manages to fight off uh destroy a long enough and Godzilla shows up like at the last moment possible moment uh best dad ever Godzilla shows up and now uh, this this part fucks me up and this is how I knew destroy was evil um destroy it like Godzilla and Junior about to reunite you know father it's me yeah son I see you I love you whatever fucking destroy Flies in, and this is how you can tell the size of Destroya, at least in his final form. He picks up Junior. Junior looks so small. Uh, I don't know if they built like a, like, that was like a something else that they had. But the perspective was amazing because Junior looks like a tiny ant compared to Destroya. Destroya picks him up, flies him around Tokyo, at least Tokyo Bay, and then drops him like, what do you think, Todd? A thousand feet from the air? Maybe? Uh Give or take a few hundred. Maybe take a few But drops him through like this built, not in the water, purposely drops him down into uh, into this concrete building and pretty much Junior's dead at that point. No, he blasts him afterwards. Uh, effectively, oh, bl- okay. Uh, just... Okay, that's right. I, can't, I, can't, I think the tears are getting in my eyes at that point. Um, so yeah, you see Godzilla's son murdered effectively murdered in this movie so helplessly like it was it was like watching a child get murdered by like this uh, like a dude who's like six foot six um it like it hurt like i don't know about you tyler but that fucking hurt especially yeah, considering like we had the past with three the two movies before where like we see him born he's all adorable we see him in the next movie he's like trying his best and now here he's re- he's basically thrown to the wolves all intents and purposes, and, like, just to die. Like, good lord. Yeah, that really sucks. Um, but the the true showdown, which is Godzilla versus Destroya, um, where, like, <sighs> I found it so fucked up, too, in this part, where Godzilla realizes that his son, like, his son, companion, whatever, is gone. And he goes to the body, and just sees it lying there. like, And I thought it looked like Junior was alive a little bit. Because it looked like he was moving. But it was hard. I couldn't tell if my eyes were playing a trick on me or not. But Godzilla is basically like roaring in pain. But like in like you know I've lost something pain. And then like fucking Frieza. Fucking destroy it comes on over and just blasts him. Like fuck you and your tear reunion. It's go time. And then like Godzilla just lets out the angriest roar i've ever heard him roar oh yeah it it's definitely chilling yeah like i i kind of equivalent to that moment of like when goku goes super saiyan for the first time after seeing krillin get killed like it's pretty much that yeah you're not wrong um but unfortunately the fight i thought okay what did you i'm curious what did you think about the fight the between godzilla and destroya Thank God this was not dragged out like in the last one. Like, this one is short and sweet, and uh, it effectively uh, uh, carries the narrative. Like, that's how I like it in a Godzilla movie. Exactly. Um, But I I love how they show the brutality of Destroya. Like, anything it does, Godzilla just just cuts it like paper. 
Like, Godzilla is nothing to this monster. But then you also have the right, the narrative of, like, Godzilla's this close to melting down, guys. We gotta hurry. We gotta stop him. Um, it's it's so terrifying. Uh, but I, I like how visceral it is. Like, they're, 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 like Godzilla, there's a couple of, like, beam attacks every now and then. But for the most part, it's just Godzilla up and destroy his face, just clawing at him, trying to get revenge for his son. Yeah, and there's even a point where uh, Destroy uses his horn to uh, cut uh, Godzilla's midsection, and it's pretty brutal. Yeah, it's it's bad. And there's a, there's a moment where God's where some this is how strong Destroy is. Destroy uses his tail, the claw on his tail, and just basically drags Godzilla around. And I think he goes airborne for a bit, doesn't he? Or um, oh yeah, he's him. he's in the air for a while. Yeah, so like that's how strong Destroyer is as a monster. Um, like, and just like despite that, Godzilla technically is stronger in this point because he's you know his power's overheating. Like Destroyer, like but because Destroyer is the oxygen destroyer, it's just like he, the Godzilla can't compete with it. Um, in especially in his like worsening condition. Um, and even in like towards the end of the fight, you see him starting to like freak out because he realizes like oh shit something's happening to me. Um, but how, how would, I think, I think you and I can say that both fights were the, were the strongest narratively that we've had in a while. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I think, I think it's been the, I think, as much as I love the Mothra and, and, and Kikidora, I think this is the best one since Biolante, in a, a, by a long shot. Agreed. Um, so let's, let's talk about the ending. Let's, let's, let's talk about the ending before we, uh wrap up um did you cry i need to know did you cry at the ending uh yes i did okay i did too and i've seen this movie at least two times and it never fails to hurt even though godzilla would come back like five years later um in terms of like uh japanese in terms of like the actual godzilla not the fucking monster we have to watch tonight ah oh Sorry. boy i can't wait uh, um so basically uh destroyer is stopped um, or I think actually, yeah, Destroyer stopped, Godzilla doesn't even de- defeat Destroyer, it's the military that stops Destroyer. Yeah, with the combined efforts of, uh, Godzilla and, uh, Super X3, which is probably your least favorite Mega Man game, they put down Destroyer for good. <laughs> yeah, um, but after that, Godzilla's pretty much gone into critical mass, or critical, criti- I get, ma- I, I think that's the term, and... But luckily, they freeze him enough to where the there's no explosion or like delving in the earth. But like, you're basically like they play like Akira Fukube. Like as much, I love his score throughout this movie. You know, it goes without stating that he's he is the Godzilla composer. But God, he fucking like played your fucking emotions like like a fiddle. He probably maybe not maybe on a fiddle. Maybe use the violin. But you you see Godzilla basically melt. From 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 within, and you see his like it's just and like Megumi like and and like Megumi says the best line ever because I think it references both her character and then her work in like as an actress and she's basically crying saying my work with Godzilla is over and she's like choking crying to not like to to not for like like I feel like, to me it felt super fucking real. Oh yeah, and then, like, you have to understand, like, you know, like, Godzilla 95, like, oh, why are you crying? You know, he's going to be back, like, at the time? No. Godzilla disappeared from 1974 to 1984. He was gone. There was there was no movies. There was nothing. So, 
Like, considering he wouldn't come back for another five, he's up to this. It's not out of, And then after the Millennium Era, he doesn't come back for another, what, 12 years? It's like, it's hard to think. Like, maybe this is no more Godzilla. Um, at least in terms of, like, uh, Toho's plans. Um, but it's, I think it's a real effective, like, final ending for this particular version of Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Um, they play it so that, uh, like, for us specifically, we've gone through 22 movies uh, with uh, this character, right? And it's effectively um, emotional for us because we haven't seen him die like this. No, no. Like, the closest we got to was, like, the Gigan fight, but that's just because he was pummeled. But he, but like he overcame as he always did, you know. Um, this is the first time you see him like effective. Like even though Godzilla wins the fight in a sense because Destroyer loses, you never seen Godzilla die before, with the exception of the very first one. But that's a that's a misnomer, you know. Yeah, that was the very first movie, and uh, we weren't that well antiquated with Godzilla at that point. Right at the time, he was just an he was just an analogy, an idea. Um, now we've had the time, you know, people back then had at least 40 years of, you know, time with this monster. And of course we've had, we've watched him for the past 22 movies or 21 rather, uh, 22, including this one. Um, and it's just like, it, it, like, I think it really hurt this time because we had seen everything up to this point. Yeah. Um, but, and I, I, and, in in like, I, fortunately they were able to like give this, uh, finale uh, like it was so big like you can look this up like cnn reported on this back in the day that godzilla was dying like in in 1995 um like we and we didn't get the heisei era movies like released over here for the longest time uh so that's how big of a deal it was uh go ahead tyler oh no i wasn't gonna say anything okay like and, th- and that's why i equivalent to this movie to like the death of superman it's like time and time again you see superman defy odds and then he meets this one unstoppable force in Doomsday, and despite his efforts, still loses. Even though he's the victor, because Doomsday was killed, he dies. And like, it, like you know, people don't remember how crazy of a time like that, like that was back then. Like when, like, what do you mean Superman died? Superman doesn't die. Godzilla doesn't die. Godzilla just died. And, yeah, it's just one but- of those things that we just take for granted. Yeah, exactly. You don't you don't expect it, uh, which I think that's why it works. It's like it's like why um, Optimus Prime dying in the Transformers movie is such a shock, right? Because it's like he's the hero, he's Optimus Prime, he doesn't die, and he gets named it because Hot Rod's a fucking dumbass. But <laughs> besides the point, besides the point, um, like you know, he dies to even though he defeated Me- he stopped Megatron, he dies. Like I think I think like like. You can be cynical about character deaths and fiction all you want, but like when it fucking works, when it works, it's it's the most powerful thing ever. Just go watch my YouTube uh, archive footage of me watching Lee die in The Walking Dead season one. I apologize if I spoil that for you, but it's been out since 2012. I guarantee you most of you have watched it by played it by now. Um, so I guess I could have used another example, but uh, hey, that's a good one. Yeah. So before we give our lucky, before let's let's give our let's give it a star rating uh, before we move on to the next segment. Tyler, what do you give Godzilla versus Destroya? I'll give this one a four out of five. This was a hell of a way to end off the Heisei era and Godzilla films in general. 
Aside from most of the human cast, I felt the ties to the original film and the anti-nuclear message here are well done. Destroya is one of the best designed new monsters of the era, and I really like how its origin stems from the Oxygen Destroyer from the first film. Overall, this is a great Godzilla film, and I wouldn't have minded if it had ended here, but then America has to ruin everything. Yeah, because we always do. I'm also going to give Stay With Young, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5, an amazing movie, an amazing finale, which unfortunately, spoiler for the future series, future part of this uh, of this show, Godzilla never gets a finale like this ever again. Um, the because the eras kind of just end, um, but like in terms of like a tearjerker finale, this is it. Um, it's such a destroy is such a well made monster from its evil personality to its design. It's so freakishly well done, and just the movie overall is so compelling. Uh, God damn it, why'd you have to hurt Junior that bad? Um, so uh, before we before we head off and give our plugs and everything, let's give our final thoughts on the Heisei era. Um, so Tyler. Having now watched both the Showa and the Heisei, is there a preference for you now, or do you just love all things Godzilla? Um, honestly, um, I ha- I go about it for two ways. If I want cheesy uh, goofiness, I would go to uh, most of the uh, what's what call it the Showa era movies. But if I want grounded, uh, well told stories uh, with Godzilla, I would either go to fifty four or most of the films here in the Heisei era, uh, preferably not Space Godzilla or Mechagodzilla too, for obvious reasons. Right. So yeah, I, I think it's the, same, it's the same way. I think the Heisei era is stronger because it knew when to stop. I think the monsters overall are all very engaging, and I think they did a better job of keeping Godzilla as not necessarily the villain, but the antagonist, as as, as like this constant force of nature. Um, who always had to be stopped no matter what, and they never they never derived from that. Like the closest you got was Space Godzilla, but that like that's I feel like that's an aberration more than anything else. For the most part, Godzilla is a menace the entire time, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, of course, it doesn't help that you it helps that you start out really strong with Godzilla in 1984, as we talked about uh, almost eight weeks ago, which I can't even believe it's been that long. Jesus Christ! Damn. Um. But yeah, I think the Heisei era definitely is a great follow up to it and um to the to the Showa era, showing that Godzilla can still be this menace and this symbol, but also occasionally fight other monsters of his opposing size, you know. Um It has a good be... balance. Yeah, I I think so, because like spe- if you watch like, you know, uh, King Ghidorah, I think it's the best example of that, where you have the time travel bullshit, but then you have those heartfelt moments with, you know, Godzilla and the soldier. Um, they're they're great moments. I think they made a lot of right decisions in this era, and they ended it because they could have easily continued it, and we could have easily gotten like seven more movies, and they just become schlock. And it's just like, oh, let it end. So, uh, but you know, in a way, we we I guess we got to be thankful for the Americans because the only reason they kind of stopped doing it is because they wanted to let the Americans make their movie and not get in the way. Who knows? Um, but. Uh, let, let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here because Todd and I actually have to get ready to do the sequel. Next. Um, so uh, before we go, I, here's the sort of update on the on the show. Uh, this will come out and then the following episode will be uh, not just a review episode like we've been doing for Godzilla 1998 um, because I don't want to consider that part of the Millennium Era. Um Godzilla today it's kind of its own thing. Uh, me, Tyler, and our good friend Justin of Chartshot.com 
zero at zero score will be doing a live uh, doing a watch along of Godzilla 1998. Um, so that'll go after this one, uh, and then um, look for that in the following week. Um, and uh, we're gonna me and Tyler are gonna take a break for it's. I think it, it worked out perfectly. The break uh, it's gonna be Christmas New Year's, so uh, we're gonna take a break. And then when we come back, we'll come back around like mid January. Um, and where we'll tackle the next six films of the Millennium Era. Well, we are officially entering the final stretch of Atomic Shot, which is both awesome and sad to hear, but we're entering there. Yep. Um, but let's go ahead and get out of here because we got a performance to get ready for. Tyler, where can the people find you? You can follow me on Twitter at Hey, it's that Ty. I also stream stuff sometimes on twitch.tv backslash tireshoes1. I've also got a few uh, YouTube projects in the works. Maybe another EX Atomic Shot uh, in between the the, uh, the 1998 uh, watch along uh, and uh, the Millennium there uh, coming up. So watch out for that. All right, and you can find me at twitter.com/marvelousiggy for all things related to the marvelous one. Uh, check the pinned tweet for my newest video, which is on Pokemon Sword and Shield. Fits just right monsters. Fits right and all the same. Uh, you can catch me live every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time and uh, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash Iggy2814. Uh, it's, it's December, so it's be streaming Merry Metroid. And, of course, at the end of the month, I'll be streaming some soup, uh, some night, it's in, Nights in the Dreams, so look for that. Uh, you can check out, please check out chartshot.com. Every Friday, me, Thomas, and Justin stream the Charge Gamecast where we talk about the news and gaming, the games we've been playing that week. It's a lot of fun each and every time, and it's coming up. Game of the Year talk is coming up soon as we all try to rip each other's throat, try not to rip each other's throats out of what counts for Game of the Year and what doesn't count for Game of the Year. God damn it. Um, <laughs> um, so look for that. Uh, but thank you for listening, guys. Uh, tune in again. Tune in next week for the for the finale, technical finale of the millenn- of the Heisei era, which is Godzilla '98. Uh, and then we'll come back in 2021 strongly with the beginning of the Millennium Era. But again, no matter what, go go Godzilla! Godspeed, Godzilla!